Welcome to Champagne Sunday. I'm Laurier. I'm Bonnie. I'm Beth. And we're going to talk about life after divorce. And living the best the life. Best life and the life you love. Yes, living the life you love on that other side. Cheers. 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 Welcome. ladies okay so for tonight we're going to talk about something that beth found on social media just a really neat little saying or something i think would be great to talk about well i found this because i've been thinking about the new year and some people make resolutions i'm not doing that so (laughs) this said (laughs) this new year go all out no more holding back go all out on your kids your goals your fitness, your relationship, your self-care time, your mental health. Be relentless. It's time. And this comes from Luis Garcia, Laws of Ambition. I think that's cool. So I think when you first get divorced or you're first single, you try not to, but your first default is to live in sort of a fearful place. Mm-hmm. And you're guided in that by fear. Tentative. Yeah. Tentative place. Yeah. yeah. And you're, you, some decisions are made out of fear, which mm-hmm. that's not a good idea. But that's where you are. That's where you find yourself. And so for, you know, seven years, I have worked myself kind of out of that. And it comes back and forth. You know, I have, I talk about my money anxiety. Which is a real thing, but not really. But, you know, <laughs> I'm always well, waiting. got it under control. I have it under control, but it's still, I still am triggered by that. But I think if you can work yourself out of fear, and it takes a while, and it takes some success. It does. Small little successes. Mine stem from my kids, seeing my kids go from not knowing what was going on or not being sure to being more confident and my daughter got her voice that she now can really say what is on her mind and how she's feeling that took a long time to get and she just happened to be at a good age now that she has her voice but i think to get out of that fearful place you you have to have a plan and this list speaks to me because the last thing on my plan was taking care of myself self care always felt like an indulgence instead of a necessity and now I view it more as a necessity because if I'm not around on the long term then my kids will miss out I'll miss out on my kids if I'm not as healthy as I should be so this spoke to me in a lot of ways because this is basically I've been reading a lot and I do a daily devotion and I think it's kind of interesting that in the Bible there are 365 verses on do not fear do not fear. That's one for every single day because mm-hmm. God made you and he knows. <laughs> Sometimes you're afraid and you're not sure of yourself. And so I've I've been trying to get out of that fear-based decision-making, you know, just... Or lack of decision-making. Yes. Fear, yeah. fear keeps me from lacking decision-making. Decision yeah. But I think that's also fear. If you mm-hmm. make the decision, especially when you have kids, that you're going to make the wrong decision or mess up your kids or 
start them down the wrong path or whatever that crazy jumble of stuff that moms think when you get divorced. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't do this because it'll mess up my kids. Or how will my kids take this? Or, Mm -hmm. you know, you just want your kids to be happy and find their way and be independent. And it's really hard if the leader of the house, the mother, is living in fear. It's and really it's not, hard to make good decisions. Yeah. And if you haven't found your way and or your, your own way. independent, yeah. how can you model that for your kids? Right. Yeah. So I think this speaks to a lot of people. And you don't even have to be divorced. You could, you know, you could be fearful of changing jobs yeah. or fearful of moving. Well, any any insecurity, like your kids are going to pick up on that energy if you're not going, this is this is okay and we mm-hmm. are safe or we are, mm-hmm. you know, X, Y, Z. Like we were at the grocery store the other day and my son said, do we have enough money for this? And I said, yes. And he said, okay, I just, I don't want to be poor. I said, <laughs> okay, bud, we're fine. Like you don't have to worry about that right now. Like we're okay. But, you know, those little, I don't know, they, they pick up yeah. on something. Well, and it, at the same time, you also, especially if you're taking a big step or you're in a place of fear. Yeah. And I don't know if it's been right or wrong. I would prefer to talk about that mm-hmm. with my older kids. Mm-hmm. You know, it's okay to feel this way, but I still have to move forward. Mm-hmm. It's okay for to be to be here, but you just got to move through it mm-hmm. and still make the decision or still do the whatever or whatever's uncomfortable and that sort of thing. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Some of what that, like when you write that, it just reminds me that we only live once. And that's kind of yeah, like, life is short. like you just want to, you know, pour your energy into the things that are important to you and the people that you care about. And well, and as much as I know that we should all be working towards a future, saving for a future, planning for a future, the future is not guaranteed. No. And so if we're not living yeah. our lives and taking those risks in the real now and present, yeah. Is is life worth living if you save and save and save and save and you get to the end and you die before you ever get to use or do any of the things that you planned or use the money that you saved so diligently? You know, I think that when I am 80 and I can't walk around because my knees are terrible, then that's a good time to start scrimping and saving on food and that sort of yeah. thing. But not today. No. <laughs> you know? I, I agree. Well, I think I this agree. one, you know, I always put my kids first. I tend to do that. But my goals, when you're a wife and mom, sometimes you put your goals on the back burner to make sure that the family and, you know, everybody else's goals are being met. Fitness, I let that slide because that was a me thing. And I didn't feel like maybe that was top priority at the time. Well, I think as a mom, you also, it's, if you're going to take that hour of fitness for you, what are you taking away from your kids? Yeah, especially you know when I mean? they're it's little. Kind of, it's kind yeah. of hard to Or it's, this one has that. to go to this lesson. This one has to go to this practice. Where am I going to fit that in when I still have to do X, Y, Z? You know what I mean? Like it just, you have to, figuring out how to put yourself first in some of those things. When you feel like you're having to sacrifice something for your kids mm-hmm. is hard. It is. I think the, the other one is your mental health. You don't really think about your mental health when you're in the middle of the tornado of preparing for divorce, getting divorced, having everything settle out, getting your financial stuff after the divorce. You don't think about what a toll that takes on you Mm -hmm. as a person because you're just trying to slog through it and get to the other side of Mm -hmm. it. But 
every single one of those steps, I personally felt like chipped away at who I was or a core belief that I had or my vision of how my life was supposed to be or like my future, like what I saw my future as. And so I think my mental health suffered a lot more than I wanted to say or that I wanted to believe myself because then you have to like go, okay, how? what are the steps to do it, to get back to that? And that was that whole year of back to Beth Burns. I had to really think what makes me happy? What makes me tick? What do I get joyful out of? Like what fulfills me in those ways? Because a divorce is hard and nobody wants to talk about those, the bad part of divorce and or separation or death or nobody wants to talk about that. But there are a lot of people dwelling in that that can't get their way out of that cycle. Well, it completely changes your life. All the oh, yeah. things that you just mentioned completely yeah. change your life. Well, it forces you to redefine dreams yeah. and reevaluate your core values yeah. because you can't. You can't have those things anymore. Right. You, you have you have but, to change. Well, you really also, and we've talked about this a little bit, but that change opens you up to do some of the things that we've mentioned, yes. which is self But that's change. Which is diving into your mm-hmm. children, which is, you know, deepening the relationships that you care about. And like it it cracks you open a little bit. And sometimes especially when you're in an unhappy partnership, that can be really good. I mean, obviously, and, well, I think that change also makes you redefine who you actually are. Yeah, you're not. I'm not the person that got married at 23. Yeah, I'm not the person that had those ideas at 23. I am now. I find myself in my 50s, and I have to redefine who am I. What do I really want? Who do I want to spend my time with? Who you know? What things? are possible for me right now. Mm-hmm. It really makes you redefine who you are or who you thought you were. I mean, that was oh, a yeah. big thing for me. Well, I look at who I was in my marriage, and there are a lot of things about me oh, I don't like. Me and, I, and I don't have to be her again. No, because again. I don't have to choose a relationship in mm-hmm. which I feel like I'm putting those boxes again. No. I talked to my therapist about this today. So I told her, like... We just ran the gamut of the things that I usually need to talk about and and just things that have popped up that I need her advice about. However, I said, you know, it's so funny in this relationship that I'm in now, I don't feel the need to go out to dinner all the time or like go do a bunch of stuff. I am completely content sitting at home and talking to him and watching movies and just just being, being just being where in my marriage, we didn't. I mean, we ran, a, we like traveled a lot or we, you know, not that there's anything wrong with that. You know, travel is my favorite thing. But there was a lot of distractions. There were a lot of distractions. It's like you, had to, you existed next to We each entertained other. ourselves. We had to entertain ourselves somehow. So that's, it's, it can be a good thing on the other side. Again. Yeah. I am different in this relationship yeah. than I was. I feel like I'm years. very yeah. different. I think the core of me is the same. But I've grown in ways that I didn't think I was going to grow. Like, I didn't think. Didn't anticipate. Yeah. They weren't in my I, future. Things that used to be important to me aren't anymore. Oh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, and the things that are important to me now are 
spending time with my people and then like going places. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I think that right now where I am, I'm a few years out from divorce and having lost my ex-husband and all of that, but it's, I'm finding who I who I am like reconnecting with the person I used to be and I'm figuring out the things that I like. And for the first time I'm really okay being alone Mm -hmm. and really spending this time with myself and with my family and with my friends and my people. But I'm not really, you know, I don't, I don't have this need that I've had in the past that I've, you know, or the want really to have, that relationship now i'm sure i imagine it'll happen again it'll come again but at this point i feel like i'm just really loving getting to know myself you know just kind of being my own friend and really getting to know who i am and all of that and it's it has been really really hard to get here and i have struggled against it because i've been afraid of Finding out who I am. I've been afraid I wouldn't like a lot of the things about myself or, you know what I mean? Or that I'd find out that I really thought that I was really rather boring. You know, I don't think I'm as boring as I thought I was. You know what I mean? But it's just, I just didn't want to, I just didn't want to take the time and be that still Mm -hmm. to, to discover things about myself that I'd be disappointed in me about. Well, okay. For the stillness part, I can identify with that. And I think Lauren, you can too. I think in all of our marriages, we did things and we were busy and we entertained ourselves mm-hmm. or we did things we thought would help our spouse. And I kept busy. I was busy all the time. And a lot of that was because if I had to stop and think about where I was, it was not comfortable. Yes. yes. I knew my marriage was not good. I knew that he had girlfriends. I knew that this wasn't going to work out. But if you had to stop and dwell on it, it was, right. it was too heavy. I cried myself to sleep so many times in that, in that, in the, what, how many years did we say? How many years did it take? Six, seven, seven years. Yeah. yeah. Six or seven years that it took me to like mm-hmm. decide to leave. I cried myself to sleep so much and that just doesn't, I mean, yeah. I, I forgot. I don't even know what that feels like anymore. You That's know what good. I mean? Isn't that great? Yeah. Yeah. Every once in a while, I think, oh, I miss what our marriage was in the very beginning, those first few years before mm-hmm. everything just went to hell. Yeah. I, everyone's, I really miss that, that idealistic person, that person who thought we'd figure it out, that person who oh. thought everything was great. I miss that, but I don't miss anything past that in our relationship. Can Did I? Okay. I don't know if we've ever talked about this and this is veering from the path just a little bit, but did things change when you had children? Like, was that the, cause, I think I can identify the shift for me was when I had a child. I can identify the shift. It it came around the time after I had a, a child, the first child, but it was a significant shift with the one and only that I know of lawsuit, uh, the threatening of my ex's business expertise is what I would say. Mm. No, it wasn't his business or anything like that because he paid my practice. Yeah. It wasn't anything like that. I mean, he didn't really threaten. It threatened his idea of who he was. His ego. Yes. And so that's when I saw the big shift. Like a lot of things started changing. Life changes. So in my relationship, the big thing that changed for my ex-husband was when his mother became terminally ill. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And he just really struggled to accept it and started drinking to avoid it. And things had already been, with our relationship, had already not been good. But when that happened, we just really couldn't recover. Mm-hmm. Because he just, he just, it just got, you know, just snowballed. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But I think, you know, I think one thing that we might all agree on is that always trying to find the positive things that as we're moving forward and we hit that fear to focus on the good and our purpose and the things that we really want out of life is going to help propel us forward and keep us, Mm -hmm. you know, keep us trying to get in from getting fearful Mm -hmm. or for to be able to combat the fear to weigh the fear i don't have a lot of that like i don't have a lot of anxiety anymore a lot of my anxiety went away when well and around the same time as you got divorced you changed jobs yeah you did you had a couple of really big things yeah there's huge changes but what i do now when i feel and i i see my therapist really regularly and i can't i can't promote therapy enough it's super important but if i feel that that little like i had it yesterday i had this like little itch of anxiety and i realized i didn't have a session on the books for a couple weeks and so i texted my therapist i said can i get in with you in it this week and she said sure so i had it today and it like it was a great session made me feel so much better just talk it out so it's that's a that is so important when you're going yeah well especially if you end up kind of dwelling on that negative side of things yes yeah. you, 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 you cannot get, well yeah. because the woe is me's are like they no. grow if you let it fester yeah. it'll take you over so well, you, you have can't. to be able to combat it with with being able to think and, about the good and things. also you can't ever think of what might have been because it was never going to be with the person you were right. with that's why you're that's why you're divorced mm-hmm. right right so there is no might have been <laughs> There, it doesn't exist. That's true. Yeah. Well, and I think now on this side of it, the last part of that, of course, spoke to me because I like to be proactive a lot of the time. It says be relentless. Yeah. That's, it's time. Yeah. It's time. Yeah. I'm seven years out. I feel like it really is time. And I can speak to what Bonnie said. You know, when I, I would call it the uncoupling. When I went through that, I realized, because this was my second marriage, my second marriage lasted 21 years. My first marriage lasted six and a half. Technically, I had been someone's wife for 27 plus years. How do you, how do you think of yourself as not somebody's wife? I liked being a wife. I liked being a homemaker. That was just right up my alley. And then I had that all taken away from me. And at first... You know, I didn't date for the first year, but then I decided I really need somebody. And I went after that kind of willy-nilly because I thought that was really important. And now, this last year, I've kind of settled into, I don't know if I have time for that. I don't know if I have room for that. I really like how things are going. I really like how my life is right now. I really want to concentrate on my daughter and her last two years with me and she's my last little bird out of the nest and I really want to make memories and things like that and it's you know I like to joke that there's a shortage of men available men out there no but I think they're available men but but for each individual person unless it's but how do you want to spend your your time time. yeah exactly like 
it's the choice of how you want to spend your time. And I'm not sure that I'm yeah. at that point. And I really like being able to cook what I want and yeah. do what I want well, and, and I also, stitch when I want yeah. and have my projects where I want them. And I like my space right now. And, you know, I think I've said this before, it's, it would have to be something really, really extraordinary mm. for me to say I really need that. Not mm. want it, but I really need that because there is a difference in wanting that or needing that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, and I view myself as a very good partner for somebody. It just hasn't happened, and I'm not in a rush anymore. Well, that yeah. that frenetic. Yeah, that, I, need I need somebody to somebody, go to this with me. I need to do this. I need to have a, you complete me thing. Yes, is no longer really. I, I am now. Oh my god! Complete without anyone. I, I almost said that oh, bad word not, with that because we, I went out with a guy who said. Don't you believe in soulmates? And I said, No, I think that's bullshit. And, and you should have seen yeah. his face. He was like, what? I was like, I am a romantic at heart, but no. Well, I, don't, I think I'm I think, not at that point right I now. I think, too, like the older that we get, the less we settle for anything that's less than that great connection. Okay. I, like, and, I, yeah. and that spark is not common. You just don't have it that often. It's just true. not only like, that. L- let's be honest. Any anybody here could be in a relationship with anybody right now. Like there, there are there men. Yes, there's men. Like are there women? Sure, there's women. Like you can do whatever you want. We any anybody could have any kind of relationship that you wanted right now. But if you want that thing, it's rare and it's hard to find. It just is. Well, and I think I know that you and I have talked about this on our walk. I don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast. But something else I've realized is that when we all fell in love earlier on. All of our people, we were all full of such potential. Yeah. Okay, but at our age, that potential is spent. They are what they are. You can't fall in love with what they could be, what they want to be, what they should be. (laughs) They just are. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so to have the lack of potential in people that you're no longer looking at and to have all of this because of this experience, we have all of these hoops to jump through or lists to check or things that we just will not compromise on anymore. Well, look, I don't list dwindles. Let's face it. We all have baggage. Yeah. Now it comes down to us. I don't have a baggage rack large enough for your for you to put your for you to put your stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like (laughs) my baggage takes up the whole. I can't put. I can't push this thing. Get the but, get the the valet. But it's kind, you know, it yeah. really goes back to how do you want to spend your time and who do you want to spend your time with? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, unless it's something really great, like the spark, I think is a big thing. The spark is a big thing. It's everything. I don't, well, I, it's a it's a lot. You have to have some spark. You can't just meet somebody and go, okay, you'll do. Well, but I don't want that. Yeah, but okay, you're fine. On paper, you look good. Yeah, but there's between <laughs> connection and spark. There is. You can have attraction and connection, but it's not the same as leveling up to the spark. No. So, but, you know, but that's, but we're choosing who we want to spend our time with. That's true. And we also are very conscious of the fact that we have to be very careful of who we spend our time with because we can't really control who we fall in love with. That's true. Because that spark will come if he's not a great person at all. Even if he's a terrible person, 
if we're spending our time, that spark can Ooh. hit us and there's not much we can do about that. I can stick to that. <laughs> That'll be a couple chapters in my book. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So what are y'all, do y'all have any truly, like, what do you want this year to be for you? I wrote out something on the first, but it's not complete yet. It's just an outline of what I would like. And some of it has to do with very practical things like budgets. Other things are, and y'all know me, I'm a little hard taskmaster master on myself. I want to have more fun. Like, do you know what I'm saying? I want to, okay, this is big. I want to give myself permission to be that girl that I used to be and just be fun. Mm-hmm. I, I was fun. I was the social chairman of my sorority. I was great fun. Uh, yeah. and, but you lose that somewhere along the line when you're not chosen over and over again. And you're well, and someone throws you away. Or or when you have to be in charge of everything. And then when you when oh, you're, no, that's exhausting. One. Yeah. It's exhausting to be responsible for every little thing. Like the dang leak in my in a basement. It's exhausting to be that person. It's exhausting to go and have fun and then come home and have to wash all the dishes. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just exhausting. So I want to grant myself permission to be that girl again, that fun mm-hmm. girl, and do fun adventures. Maybe well, not, maybe, maybe not for bushwhackers <laughs> at the Floribama. Maybe not that fun. Maybe just one day. Maybe three. Maybe one day. Maybe just three. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, so I want to give my per- myself permission to be that girl. That's, That's good. great. The girl that got bogged down in all this mm-hmm. and trying to yeah get my stuff together again. I I want to not be bored. So I I have lots of fun. I I would say that I have a lot of fun. That that's generating my life is not, but. Lately, like, I feel that, like this bit of burnout. And again, I talked to my therapist about it today, and she's like, okay, you got to figure out how not to be bored. That's or what, rest. That's Maybe what you, you need see it do. as rest to re- Maybe rest or just like for the next one. Or like the things I do consistently, like my job, zzz, job, zzz, figure out a different way to look at it so that I don't get. Well, and to be honest, if we look at it, Lauren, you spent this year backing off. Mm-hmm. You did not have as many That's true. commitments, and, and you have had more time to yourself, and, and you may just not know but how to love it. But I've been happier. Yeah. Been oh, no, right? Good. Yeah. I'm just saying that, that one of the consequences yeah. may, it may not be necessarily boredom, but getting used to the fact that you have this time and can so do stuff with it. I thrive on new. Yeah. I thrive on new. I thrive on new places. I thrive on travel any new, new experience that's why you're good at new shows that's why i'm good at directing it's why i'm good at or looking at, at an old show in yeah, a new way that's new. you're good at all anything that. i'd have to do consistently i i don't like if it was the same if i had to wake up and go do the same exact thing every day it would be almost impossible for yeah. my personality so i'm just trying to sort of reimagine what my daily looks like and to really i've already poured focus into leo with or I've already poured focus into my son pretty hardcore, and that's been a positive thing. And I have great friendships. I have a positive, like, romantic relationship. So me-wise, I'm good. I need to focus on self-care a little bit more, which is what you just hit on. Mm-hmm. I need to get a bit more rest, 
I need to make sure that I'm exercising consistently. But otherwise, like, I feel really good about where I am. And so that's going to be my relentless this year is to make sure that everybody around me is good and my house is good. Like, I need to make sure that I'm, like, mm-hmm. taken care of so I can care for everybody. And- also, my best friend had a heart attack at 30 years old. And that has been very, it's rocked our whole little circle a little bit because, huh? Yeah. What? It makes you yeah. see life in a different way. Yeah. Life, so, so self-care has become like, like, I, I feel like I need to, you know, make sure that I'm working out every day. And so anyway, that's just, you just never know what's going to happen. You, it's, it's what you were saying. We're not guaranteed tomorrow. We no, have no, no idea. No idea. We have no idea. So. And just to make sure you're making the most of every day, I would say that's my. Plus, now last year you ended the, you started the year last year saying you were going to have a year of only six yeses. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> I did. I did have done that. It was, it was school year. I think you started that as not necessarily. Yeah, I don't remember when. So this semester, yes, this semester I have been. After the summer, I was like, okay, okay. Because I, I last wonder year how was, that was like a little last year was crazy. Last year was crazy. Well, I've decided, you know, I rolled off of one commitment. I have one more meeting and I'm uh-huh. done. And I'm sort of doing the let's disengage a little bit because I have basically lived for my job, not taking time out. I mean, y'all, I work both Fridays before yeah. Christmas and before New Year's. <laughs> and I realized I had some vacation time. And I called about it. I got three extra days. And I'm going to work for myself. I mean, I'll still work for my company, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm going to do it for me this year, not for let's just grind it out. Because that's what I was doing. That's my type A personality. Just get it done. Check it off. And then we'll think about, you know, after five o'clock, when after five o'clock gets here. Well, now I'm going to pre-plan some things. I will have one less commitment this year. So that's going to be my. I think that's, that's great. Because, you know, on the vein of well, you never know what's going to happen. If I drop dead, I'll be placed, replaced at work like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we all, yeah. and, you know, that's, uh, it's hard to imagine that, but, you know, I have to shift, for, shift my focus. So, yes, yeah. I agree. So, my, my focus this year is going to be to explore. So, I have struggled with not working toward anything. I've I've decided not to do any art shows for at least the spring, possibly the fall, because I know that I need to work on my art, which means I know I need to get, actually get in there and do it. But I've been I've been kind of playing around with some new ideas, and that's been fun. But not having art shows to work towards, not having a master's program to work towards, is very uncomfortable. But don't you think? I mean, I read things all the time, especially in creative people. If you are not down and you are not bored. You can't think of the next great idea and you have taken time for yourself and you have imposed sort of a no show thing so that now you, you said you were kind of stuck and you didn't know where your art is going. So now you're kind of thinking of things. So what I have realized in all of that is that one of my weaknesses is to be able to structure myself. Mm Mm-hmm. To be able to guide myself and and to kind of police myself. That's why I would never have been a really good like mom that stayed home and taught her kids. I could never have been a homeschool mom. 
because I would not, you know, so, but I struggle with that. Like if, if art is my home, my work at home, if I'm not working towards the show, like it's defining where I want to go with my mm-hmm. art, I'm going to have to sit down and truly kind of define what I want to explore and just sort of set some little things so that I can move towards it. So, you know, I just, I, but that's my goal is to kind of push through that uncomfort and the unknowing and the, sometimes I perceive it as laziness, but it's kind of like a paralysis because I'm so overwhelmed with all of the possibilities that I don't actually take a step forward to push through all of that and really Mm -hmm. start going towards something. I, so I think I might actually start taking my Adderall. For that reason? Yes. (laughs) It's paralysis. AV causes Yeah. Exactly. Paralysis. Especially so. if you're, if you're, if I'm faced with a whole bunch of choices and no one's yeah. making them for me, yeah. I freeze. And it's like I, I become overwhelmed and walk away. <laughs> Until it's something I have to do yes, for work. Exactly. Like, exactly. But, but for my art, I'm going to have to do it anyway. I don't have that problem in directing. Like I, I never have that problem in directing. Theater is the one spot where that doesn't affect me ever. But in my daily, Anything I do, paralysis. I feel. But it all in the theater, time. you have a deadline all the time. Yeah, you, you can't have paralysis because decisions must be made. Yeah. You must move forward. But like in my, oh, I'm at home. Oh, I have office tasks to do. It's the worst. Oh well, did you notice the pile of Christmas trees still in my hallway as you walked in? The tree's been gone for several days, and yeah, that would be a little paralysis right there. <laughs> I really don't want to do that. <laughs> My tree is actually still up. It has nothing on it because I'm waiting for That's the burning. Mine just up because of Epiphany. Yeah. Yeah. Burning well, my, well, I realized my, my stuff is still My stuff is still up on the front and it's going to be way too cold to take it down. So I guess Christmas is going to be on my house until it warms up just a little bit and I want to be outside. You can put hearts on it for <laughs> <Yeah>. It's <laughs> red. That's true. It is red. We'll just go to the next holiday. <laughs> <laughs> now, I think having downtime. It's more important than I gave it in years ago, having downtime to try to figure out what I'm doing Y'all, and re- rearrange how I think about things. Can we also just say, if we haven't said this before, it is okay to have a day where you do nothing. Mm-hmm. Let's oh, repeat it. Where you do nothing. On New Year's Day, so I have a big New Year's Eve party. Where's that? We okay. need to say it it's again. Okay. I just it's okay to have a day with that. where okay. you do nothing. Now, <laughs> I don't do it often. It's rare. But I do it Christmas Day every time and New Year's Day every time. And it kind of resets me. So I did it Christmas Day, I, but New Year's Day, oh well, my God. I, I did it New Year's Day. So, I loved it. Y'all had breakfast at your yeah, house. So I had this, a friend yelled up so yeah, I could hear her. And I was like, I'm not getting out of my bed. So I'm staying in the I have a big New Year's party at my house every year. That's kind of become my like tradition. So my friend who wakes up very early in the morning said, I'm going to come cook breakfast for everybody in the morning. And I said, that's fine. I will leave my key in my mailbox because I'm not getting up before 10 (laughs) o'clock. So he came over, he made breakfast, and we all sort of sat. There was like a group of five of us, and we sat in my den, and we watched movies all day. We didn't move until I said, oh, I should probably make something for New Year's food so that we enter the year okay. So I went to the grocery store and did that. But we did not. It was we had stillness and just like movie watching, just like 
what if we were distracted and entertained and we had fun together all day long. We did nothing. It was fantastic. And every once in a while, you need that day. I'm not I saying that day. I'm not saying that should be what you do every day. Because I can't do that every day. Like I, I would go crazy. But you need the nothingness so that you can do the something. Mm-hmm. No, I, I definitely. Because so. then you just get completely burned out. Yeah. So I'm, I'm still doing the sleep from last year. Yes. I'm so, so you're concentrated on that. Was it eight hours? Yes. Seven and a half is my sweet spot. Oh, good. That is what I figured out this last year. And then I'm concentrating on getting healthy. With what me, I eat, less processed food. Me too. Yeah, because I really do love cooking. I do not like my kitchen right now, but I'm trying to love it. I'm trying to find aspects. I to love it, and I'm rearranging. Right? I cook all. Yeah, like I, I cooked before I came. I have been cooking a great. lot, also, and I want to keep that up. Mm-hmm. But i I need to add, I need to add a like very good, rigorous exercise situation. Yeah. And I've been bad Ooh. during the holidays. We did not walk I mean, as it's much. Warmer. Because it was cold. I don't know. I may have texted Beth today and said, we are not walking today. And she put a little frigid person on it. I did. Because, I mean, it was so cold. It was so cold. So mine is to get healthy. Struggled this last year with the whole, I got in my head that I needed to lose weight. Which would be a good goal. But I don't think that I need to stress the weight part as much as the healthy less processed food part because i'm on the road all the time it's really easy to pick something up i got a little sloppy with that this year then i found that great fried chicken place in tupelo anyway (laughs) i like chicken salad chick i know (laughs) (laughs) i like food i like eating at different places i have a love affair with food and so not that I'm going to ignore that because that's part of who I am, but I'm going to try to make healthier choices. Maybe not go to Connie's every time I go to Tupelo. <laughs> Good luck. But somebody said uh-huh. they have a weird food combination, fried chicken and blueberry cake donuts. And somebody said, if you just got the fried chicken, you missed out. I was like, oh, crap. So now I've got to go try the blueberry, uh- <laughs> blueberry, <laughs> blueberry donuts. Just so. fast the mm-hmm. week of. That's not going to happen. <laughs> so, yeah, but being healthy is a good goal. If you're not okay. concentrating on physical, just appearance in your concentration. Oh, honey, I'm just good, just like I am. Are you kidding me? Physical appearance is just. <laughs> you are beautiful. No, 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 but you know what yeah. I think? I really feel like, okay, this body is pretty damn good. Sorry. Man. Yeah. I, I birthed two very healthy, smart, attractive children. Weird times in my life at 33 and 42, my body gets a little credit for doing oh, yeah. that. And no, I'm not going to look like I'm 20 and I'm not going to look like, you know, I'm so toned to buff because I'm not that age to be that. Well, I'm not. But I am going to try to be the best I can at my age, but I'm not going to stress out about that. If you don't like how I look, well, well and I am not interested <laughs> enough in spending the time exercising every single day to get that sort of youngish looking body again. I mean, I, I probably could do something, but I'm just, I would rather spend it in art. Yeah. And in watching where I can speak to you. Yeah. You know, that sort of thing. I don't really want to be overly exercising. My thing, because again, like my friend had a physical, like weird thing happened to him. 
And so I was relieved by the fact that I had a very good physical, like, yeah. not even six months ago. So I'm good. Yeah. But what I want is I don't want anything to stop me ever physically ever like i don't want to ever not be able to do exactly what i want to do Mm -hmm. so that's what i want to make sure that i maintain is like very good balance very good mobility very good strength that's true so that's i would like that's what i want yoga into my life where i am stretching every bone and moving every muscle yoga it's like the best thing you can do for you i would really like to do or dance yeah no i didn't i didn't dance this semester because i didn't teach it and I can feel it all over my body that if I didn't dance. dance. Yep. Yeah. But we have some good things to work on yeah. this year. I think we do. So yeah. be is, relentless. Be relentless. relentless. And stay yes. on the sunny side. Yes. <laughs> no, it's so, be relentless on the sunny side. Yeah. Be relentless on the sunny side. Absolutely. But I think that makes a difference. If you're relentless and moving forward and you're making sure that you're staying focused on the sunny side and the goals at the end and not the crap. Well, yeah, I think you can't focus on the past. The past is in the past. It is what it is. And you can't change it. And you can't change what happened and you can't change the bad reviews which that's a whole other oh, that's a good idea. bad reviews is a good episode. <laughs> you can't you can't change other people's opinions. Like you can't change anything but you. Okay, and so that outlook. goes to the other thing that I pulled up today, and I do not have a reference for it. It says, "What happened has happened. Free your mind from it. You're about to start a new chapter in your life." I like the hope and optimism in that. Yes, and accept this change and move on. Yeah. Yep. I thought that was a good one. It's the acceptance and moving on. The acceptance yep. is a hard thing. It's hard. Well, but. Yeah. And I think we're all three of us are points of we've way accepted. Yeah. And it's just the mo- how how we're choosing to move on. It's sifting the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Is what it is. Yeah. You have to sift it to see what yeah. you want. That's true. To see yeah. what you want it to look like. To shake out. What we're trying want. things on. We're trying things on. We're in the and fitting room. Yeah, we're in the fitting, the fitting room. room. I sent you that today. Yeah, that's I was The fitting yeah. room. Yeah, yeah. Try, we're trying things on to see what fits and what doesn't. Exactly. So. All right. Well, are we? What are y'all doing this week to live a life you love? This week, I'm planning a getaway. Oh, for a surprise birthday party for oh. my daughter. Oh, Yay! What? Wait, can you, will she listen to this? Yeah, she might. Her friends listen, so I can't okay. say it. Yeah. But you can tell us I'm fleshing out some ideas, so okay. we'll see. That's fun. Nothing specific. I'm just like, oh, my roommate moved out. My upstairs roommate moved out. So I have a whole floor of my house Ooh, that I get to, to plan. sort of reimagine. Oh, and wow. on the one hand, I'm going to miss him. It was nice to have him there. But otherwise, like, it's going to be great to figure out my house as a whole, really, from the first time or for the first time since yeah, that's great. the divorce. So, that's yeah, I'm excited good. about that. Well, I have my my daughter is here with her roommate and they were going to leave on Saturday. Now they may live on Friday. But regardless, I am loving every single minute of having them in the house. It's I have fun. just really enjoyed having her here and I love hearing her and her friend giggle. You know, and just getting to know more of the people because she's nine hours away. Just getting to know more of the people that she's spending time with. That she's hanging out with. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm really looking forward to spending some time with them. So that's it. All right, ladies. Have a good week. Have a wonderful week. Cheers. Okay. Well, that's it.
Wait, how do I get it to pull up? Why won't it pull up, Bonnie? <laughs> Thank y'all for joining us for Champagne Sunday. See you next week, girls. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers. Have a good week. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers.